0: Welcome to AASHTA Resource Q&A. We're taking time to discuss construction materials, testing, and inspection with people in the know. From exploring testing problems and solutions to laboratory best practices and quality management, we're covering topics important to you. Welcome everyone. I'm Kim Swanson, and on this episode of AASHTA Resource Q&A, in honor of Internal Auditing Awareness Month, we've pulled together audio from previous episodes and webinars about internal audits. Specifically, in this episode, we'll be talking about who can perform internal audits, how consultants factor into the discussion, as well as training auditors. In these clips, you'll be hearing myself, Brian Johnson, and of course, Ashto Resources Quality Manager, Tracy Barnhart.
1: Yeah, now let's get into who the auditor is now. We have a question that asks, can certain functions of an audit be performed by someone in a management position? It is not independent of the operation as long as it's reviewed by someone who is
2: not sure if i would suggest doing it that way because if we audit our own stuff we might miss some things that somebody else might uncover i would avoid doing that if possible we understand that we have some laboratories that simply aren't able to do that because there are only one or two people there But I would try to find somebody to do an independent review of those activities if possible.
1: How can it be both internal and independent?
2: Where possible, the internal auditor should be independent of the activities being audited. That's actually a requirement in Ashto R18. So, for example, a laboratory manager should not be auditing their own records and documentation if they're responsible for those activities if there is someone else in the laboratory that is able to do that i think a lot of our customers think that internal audits have to be conducted by the laboratory manager and that is not correct an internal audit can really be conducted by anyone with proper training and knowledge of the qms and what's being reviewed during the internal audit so it could be an administrative person it can be a technician you can have different people involved in different aspects of the audit to ensure independence. So I think in most of our laboratories, uh, the independence factor is uh, able to be achieved.
1: yeah, I would agree. I think a lot of people don't think outside the box enough and and think about like some of the positions that you just mentioned, and they really should. And I'll give you an example. You know we're relatively large uh, in our organization, but we try our best to ensure, independence in our own internal audit, and I'd say the most notable instance of that is the fact that our quality program actually goes through an internal audit with you as the quality manager. Now, Tracy, you're normally the person who conducts the internal audits or is the lead auditor for all of the other programs. How do we ensure that independence when the quality department is being audited?
2: We have a separate audit of quality-related activities. Those are things like customer feedback, corrective action, management reviews, and the internal audit process itself, among other things. And how that is coordinated is Bob Lutz, the manager of Ashtare Resource, he actually takes the lead on that. He'll send an email to staff, ask for volunteers to be part of that audit team. He's responsible for training the auditors, giving them all of the documents that they need to conduct the audit, I'm completely out of the loop on that, except when it comes to scheduling, obviously, I have to be available at a convenient time. But Bob takes the lead on that. So the activity is completely independent of what I normally do with those activities.
1: Yeah. Now, what advice would you give to an internal auditor who has is dealing with a colleague who might be a little more uh, prickly about the... <laughs> Uh, situation where they're being audited by one of their colleagues, what kind of advice would you give?
2: Sure, nobody likes to be audit- audited, let's be honest. Even at Ashton Resource, we love auditing, but I understand I've been on the other end of auditing. It can be an uncomfortable feeling. So I think it's really important to select the right auditors to begin with. You wanna select people they are gonna make people feel comfortable.
1: Yeah. Now, should that audit be performed strictly by uh, quality management uh, staff or or could it be other laboratory personnel?
2: Definitely can be other laboratory personnel. I encourage you to get others involved in the internal audit process. At Ashto Resource, people love helping me do the audit. It's something different for them. They're learning so much about the other programs that they didn't know anything about before. And they're learning auditing skills. I think the more the merrier. Just make sure that you train them properly. And that they're familiar with the audit criteria.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think we get a lot of value added when people who aren't, uh, who are in the in the program, uh, you know, work at Ashto Resource, but maybe aren't as familiar with the program uh, that they're auditing. They get a lot out of it. We get a lot out of it. It's it's a win-win. What about a consultant? Sometimes people ask if they can have a consultant perform the internal audit at what point does the internal audit become an external audit? Is that even acceptable?
2: The short answer is yes, you can use a consultant for this activity. You do have to be careful not to cross the line between internal audits and external audits. Keep in mind that nobody knows your business better than you do. So ideally you would wanna perform the internal audit yourself if you wanna focus on uncovering those improvement opportunities specifically. But yes, a consultant can be used. Again, make sure that they're familiar with the audit criteria. If they're doing an audit to R18 or ISO standards, they need to have familiarity with those concepts. They also need to have familiarity with construction materials testing in general, not the specific test methods themselves, but in general and how your business operates. If you are going to use a consultant for this, be sure that that is indicated in your procedure for internal audits as well, because that's something that we'll be looking at for the Ashto R18 review.
1: How do you take somebody who is not internal to your company like a consultant and have them conduct an internal audit in a way that it's still considered to be an internal
2: audit? That is a great question. We do (laughs) get that one a lot. A lot of the consultants I'm familiar with have the background with internal auditing and they're very familiar with construction materials testing. So I think that helps a lot right there. If you are looking into hiring a consultant, you want to make sure that they actually have the CMT experience. Uh, That would definitely help the effectiveness of the internal audit. And you want to make sure that they're somewhat familiar with your business practices in your laboratory, I think if you hire somebody that has complete unfamiliarity with both CMT testing and your own laboratory's business practices, I'm not sure how effective that internal audit would be. I'm not sure what your experience has been with that, Brian, but that's how I would answer that question.
1: Yeah, my my experience has been that sometimes people ask about whether they can hire a consultant to perform that, and I'd say that consultant really needs to be knowledgeable about everything about your business. So they can't come in cold and just perform an audit. That would be more like an external audit. They've got to understand all the inner workings. They need to know the people more. So I would say you'd probably have to have a couple maybe maybe a, a few meetings or a long meeting where they get to know everybody and they really get to dig in to how you do your work and interview a lot of people and perform the internal audit. Uh, the way that your quality management system indicates that it needs to be performed internally. But we have to kind of evaluate that and and determine whether or not that's suitable uh, as an internal audit.
2: Right, and our customers should also realize that nobody knows their business better than they do. Uh, So ideally you should be conducting your own internal audits because another benefit of conducting internal audits is to identify improvement opportunities it's easier to do that with your own people because you're really familiar with your own processes requirements and everything else that goes on in the quality management system so i wouldn't be too quick to hire a consultant if you're able to conduct an effective internal audit yourselves because those improvement opportunities are going to be identified a little bit easier if you do them on your own and brian you brought up something that i, I wanted to touch on as well uh, if you are hiring a consultant, or no matter how you're doing the internal audits, you want to make sure that your quality management system procedure for internal audits accurately reflects what you're doing as far as the internal audit process.
1: You know, especially a smaller organization where they don't have a lot of people involved, how do we get somebody who doesn't normally do those kind of activities? up to speed on how to perform an internal audit effectively.
2: Train them on the actual standard itself, and also provide any auditing skills training that are necessary. I did create a PowerPoint presentation for internal audit training, which staff has access to that. So it is a a brief presentation on internal auditing, how to do that effectively, what is ISO 9001, what should you be looking for during internal audits? So we have that covered as well. And then I have worksheets created for ISO 9001 requirements uh, laid out just as the standard is, clause by clause. uh, And that is a document that is used by all internal auditors uh, when we conduct our audits.
1: Because you have all of those background training materials, I imagine you could probably take somebody that doesn't have the background experience and train them on how to perform that internal audit as well. But let's say you're a a small laboratory and you really don't have those resources at your fingertips. What would you do to make sure that you can get somebody who maybe is a non-technical person that works for your company up to speed on how to perform an internal audit?
2: There are a lot of external resources available for that. There are webinars available on internal auditing. There are actual classes that you can take either virtually or in person on internal auditing. I've actually taken those classes as well over the years here with Ashto Resource. Uh, also, you could hire a consultant to assist you with the internal audit. Again, as long as they're familiar with the audit criteria and your business, they should be able to help you conduct an effective internal audit.
1: Can Ashto Resource provide internal audit training?
2: It's something that we can consider in the future, offering training by Resource for this topic. Uh, I would also recommend that you do a Google search and see what types of organizations are out there that offer training. Unfortunately, I'm not able to specifically identify specific organizations that do that, but there are lots of good ones out there that offer training for internal auditing.
1: Uh, Is there any recommendations for internal training at a laboratory?
2: I created that internal training program, I I actually did some Google research on that to identify tips and tricks for auditors from my own 30 plus years of experience, what I've learned along the way, I added that into the presentation, how to be a good auditor, how to be a good listener, what you want to cover during internal audits and checklists and things of that nature. Most of the people that help me do audits are auditors for ASHA Resource, but I have had some people that have never audited before. So for people like that, I focus more on how to audit if they're unfamiliar with that topic. So we have a lot of discussion with that. It usually takes me longer to train someone that doesn't
0: have the auditing experience
2: prior to the internal audits.
0: Where is the best place to find training to conduct internal audits? I've
2: taken external training for internal audits. I don't want to name the actual agency because we don't want to endorse any specific agency. Um, I took, I believe it was uh, ISO-related training 9001, and it was an intense five-day course on internal audits. I thought it was fantastic. It was a number of years ago that I took it. But there are a lot of resources out there for internal audit training. I would direct you to ASQ.org, the American Society for Quality. They offer a lot of training. And I know they're doing a lot of webinars um, right now because of COVID. So maybe check there. Thanks, Tracy.
0: And we also say for on that topic, we also have an article that I linked to about internal uh, audits, about the facts of that. So if you look in the chat, there's a link for that, too, if you want more information on... Um, internal audits that we've provided. You've just heard clips from season one, episode 28, management reviews, extended Q&A. Season two, episode 24, taken from TechX, internal audits, the focus on improvement. And season two, episode 12, conducting effective internal audits. I encourage you to listen to those complete episodes for way more information and discussion on this topic. Thanks for listening to AASHTO Resource Q&A. If you'd like to be a guest or just submit a question, send us an email at podcast at ashtoresource.org or call Brian at 240-436-4820. For other news and related content, check out Ashtow Resources' Twitter feed or go to ashtowresource.org.